the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Okay, I'm live. I hope um, Jeff can join very soon. My name's Stevie Kim, and this is the Insta Live, Living the Dolce Vita. We usually have Jeff joining us. I hope he can join us. Where are you, Jeff? I don't see him. I see his mom, Betsy, but I don't see Jeff. Um, as you know, this is where we get to ask Jeff Porter. He's just moved to Torino. He's almost Italian. And we just want to check up on him once a week and to see what he's up to, how he's adapting to the local environment and I don't see Jeff yet. Okay, here we go. I'm going to invite him now. So we did the our first episode last week. I just want to give a shout out also to Marco Paruso. He just sent me this lovely jumpa. You're in Torino, right? You're inside today. Yes, it's cold outside. How are you? Can you hear I'm me well. okay? See, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Look, I have, you see what it says here? Oh, nice. Busia. Yeah, Busia. So uh, Marco Paruso, I don't know if you know him. He just... I do. He, yeah, he was, you know, I met him on a plane. He sat right next to me. Of course, you know, I hate when that happens. Don't you hate that one happens? Like a producer sits right next to you. I don't think that's ever happened to me before. Oh, my God. It happens to me all the time. And you just like... You're like, please, no, because you don't want to be rude. But, you know, on a plane, I'm just, I just want to be, do my thing, you know, kind of thing. And, um, of course, I met him and such a nice guy. So I went to see him and we were talking. I put him on social media because he didn't believe in social media. And I'm not talking about like 30 years ago. I'm talking about like maybe just before the pandemic. You know, and um, when I went to see him, he had this very nice jumper and I was like, give me one. He's like, no, I don't have your size. So it's taken him about five years to make me one. But oh, nice. I finally he have finally it. Got one. Yeah, I finally got one. So is there it, you go. Does Marco. it just say on the tag size Stevie Kim? Yeah, I think so. And it has like it's bespoke. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's, so, so I said I would wear it on the show today. How are you, Jeff? I'm well. Week yeah, two. Settimana. Seconda settimana. Actually, it's the third week or week two of this, but yeah. the third week of living here. Listen, I. it's so funny. Did you see that your mom wrote to you? I did. He's, he's, she said, uh, let me let me read what she said. Right. Yes, ask him if mom can plan to spend about three weeks in the family. <laughs> so that is a request directly coming from your mom. No, she said three kidding, of course. Yeah, three weeks is kind of a Betsy. I don't know. I think, you know, it's it, three weeks is a really, really long time. So I mean, Benjamin Franklin said after three days, you know, fish smell bad. 
Not that my mom's a fish. We're planning a week with my mom. We're just trying to find the right time where she can spend some time with her granddaughter, which yeah. is what she cares about. Right, right. Well, also you, I think she adores yeah. you. So she's already invited me to your house. I hope you know oh, that. Perfect. It, I <laughs> highly recommend taking up my mom on staying at her house. She's a good cook and she has a pretty good wine selection. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking forward to that next time I'm in Dallas. What have you been up to? Kind of the same routine. You're I've got. Italian Super lessons. Bad food poisoning over the weekend. So on Sunday, oh I was shit! Sunday and Monday, I was out. It was an ugly scene. So that's what I did. That those two days. Have you identified the food? The, the most likely culprit is some oysters, but it also could have been some like not perfectly washed mosh. Um, that's the only other thing I was thinking. I had like oysters and a salad. So. Aha. Uh-huh. I mean, most likely it's an oyster, but I'm fine now. It's good. And then, yeah, we, you know, the, the daily routine is I wake up, try to get a workout in, get my daughter ready for school, take her to the bus. And then my wife and I hustle to Italian class. We spend three hours there. And how's and then, that going? What did you learn today? What are some of the phrases you learned today? Today, this week? We, were, we were learning about the earsy verbs. Give me an example. So like when... Instead of saying like "io io lavo la la bimba mani," I watched the the, the baby girl's hands. Mm-hmm. Right? It was "io io uh, io mi lavo mani." I washed my <laughs> own hands. Mi uh, lavo le mani, Jeff. Yeah, mi, lavo mi lavo le mani. Yeah, I, which is important. I mean, that's how you it is very sick. important to wash your hands. Uh, I, I mean, I, so. I completely agree. And we've learned we, – we, we, there's a lot of role play in the class today. Right. I, I was Louisa in our, in our play at school today going in and out of the cafe or the cafeteria, ordering coffee and, and organizing time. We just did like time. We've done ire, are, ere verbs, irregular verbs, now this irse thing. The conjugation game is, is, a, is a rough one. How did you like – before you moved to Italy, I have so many questions for yeah, you. Yeah, okay, um, shoot. So I guess number one, why did you move to Italy? Because you were born and raised in New York, right? No, I was born actually in uh, Korea. You were born in Korea. And I grew up stateside. But, you know, as you know, you're American. Uh, in America, you get two weeks of holidays, right? Mostly when you're at the entry-level position. And when I started my like first real job, um, I worked for, uh, you won't believe this, but Price Waterhouse. And um, I had two weeks of holidays and I said the year after, I was like, that's it. I'm taking a year off, you know? So I took a sabbatical, actually. I was planning to go back because I wanted to go sailing for two months in Greece with some professional sailors, actually. So they recruited me as a crew and I stopped in Italy because I had some friends in Verona. That's how it started. Wow. Yeah, crazy, right? And then I... did you meet your husband on that first fateful trip or no, was that later? No, he's uh, not. He doesn't sail. No. I came back and then, I mean, it was very, very tough sailing for two months. I nearly died twice. So it was Were you t- like crewing for like a big yacht with guests? No, not it, big or? yacht. It was two racing s- sailboats. Hmm. So there were, there were a couple and they were both captains. And so it was more like a race, you know, between them. And it was terrible. 
because they were like so fanatical about sailing. We didn't we didn't really do anything on land. You just saw the Aegean. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it was it was actually kind of awful. I have to be honest. It was wow. so intense. I mean, athletically really challenging but exciting, but it was just not fun. Do like, you still sail? No, that was it. Oh. That I just, loved, I grew up sailing. I no, love I love sailing. I, I was after those two months. I was like, "That's it. I'm done." That yeah. was my career in sailing. Then it I came back up. and I had stayed with a friend of mine. And then I met a woman who had a language school. It's not very original. So this woman asked me to teach a doctor. My, I I do have one husband. He's a medical doctor, and he was doing his first speech um, at. Cambridge and Oxford. He needed kind of an intense, intensive course. So um, that's how I met him. And then, yeah, kind of rest is history. Wow. And so after your trip to Greece, did you go back to New York? No, I took a year sabbatical. So I stayed in Italy. Oh, okay. And then I was planning to go back. I was planning to go back to law school, actually. But then I met the husband and, you know, then I did my... MBA actually in Milan. So I decided to. Yeah, Bocconi. Because at the time there was only Bocconi. I'm kind of old. So um, that's what I did. And that's it. And it was easier for me to have moved here rather than him moving to stateside because, you know, then he would have had to start all over again. Right. Wow. That's that's so cool. Oh, there's uh, Federico Bricolo. He's the president. Say hello. Hi, ciao, Federico. Federico. You know, it's 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 the goods and the bads. Right. So with any place like New York, there's goods and the bads. Right. They always ask you. Federico said ciao, ciao. So, you know, it's like when I'm in Verona, I miss New York and you'll get to that because now you're so enthralled with being in Italy. Right. Everything is just fantastic. Then you get to a point where everything is like fucking annoying because Uh. everything is everything like is so bureaucratic. And at the time when I came, the supermarkets were not open during lunchtime and in the evening, nor the weekends. So what do you think about that? You know, so everything was completely frustrating. You go to the post office and you have to like wait in hours, hours and hours. And then they say, it's the wrong queue. You know, shit like that. It would just, it would just drive me nuts. So I had that moment where I was like, I hate everything. Right. And then you get to, I think, a certain point and you take the good and the bads. You know, often when I'm in Italy, I feel like I'm more American, if you will. But once I go back to America, I'm like, no, 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 I'm more European. And I right. think it'll be exciting for you to go through the, you know, the, the life cycles of that, you know, whole being adapted to the Italian community. So I'm excited for you. It's, it's good fun. But you have to, you, oh, know, you know, as you are. Uh, yeah. So you have to embrace it. Don't fight it. Right. That's, I mean, that's, that's one that's suggestion sure. I have. I think, like, I was going to ask you, and for those that are watching, please ask any questions. Or if you if you live in Italy and you're an expat, or you're also a, a someone who's who's born and raised in Italy, and you have some thoughts or ideas, we want to hear hear about that too. But like, my biggest pet peeve, and this is even long before I came came here, is there's a preponderance of line cutting. Really oh, chaps my eyes. No. I hate with a passion people who cut lines anywhere in the world. 
Oh. I, there's a special place in hell for line cutters. Oh, honey, you're in the wrong country. <laughs> I know. I've, I've Number one, the problem of the line cutting is you have to identify the line. A hundred percent. But once the line is because it, when it's firm, very horizontal, you know, right. you well, don't need to have the gumption to move forward. Yeah, you, you just, don't you, know. Yeah. You don't even know where to where it starts and where it ends, right? Because right. Typically, let's let's talk about where you do where you're queued up. Taxi queues. You haven't a clue. Like you right. haven't a clue. They're like three, four, five different, you know, stations. So like, where do you go? And then they fight, right? Then the fighting right. starts, right? So it's it's a mess. But you are in the wrong country, honey. For lines, I yeah. Know. It's 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 a challenge for me. My my daughter, my daughter has an issue with it too, which is pretty funny. Have you gone to the post office or? Anything yeah, we've been at the it's, banks. It's like the post office, we went to to put on our paperwork to get the promesa di sojourner to get the appointment for the questura. Mm-hmm. Uh, which for those that are like, if you're interested in this process to get the visa, there's all these different steps. And like to get this appointment at the questura, which is the place where you get your residency card, you have to go to the post office, but a special post office that's only open at a specific time. And you have to make sure that the right person is there. And you have to get a stamp at a tabacaria, not at the post office. And you turn in this paperwork and they give you this receipt and you have a meeting three months later. They had put out the the stanchions with the with the things and everybody was queued up. And this was an Alba and I was very like tucked right, right, very, right. I liked it. I was very German. And then at the grocery store yesterday, we were at, at the grocery store in that lunch rush time. There's this this nice grocery store inside the Torino train station that had sells some like to-go food that was that's pretty good that we we're picking up after class. The line was really long. And all these people you could see probing. Can I can I fit in the line here? You could see it, and people were like, no, no, no. So I, I was I was proud of my fellow line. Yeah, I maybe I don't have a lot of experience in Piemonte. You know, maybe they tend to be a little bit more. I mean, of course, this is all a very gross generalization, right? right it's a right, sweeping generalization of the entire population inhabitants of Piemonte. Piemonte, but I I don't really have that much experience in Piemonte. I have to be honest. Well, you yeah. got to come visit Torino. We yeah, can have some I, fun here. It's, yeah, it's a absolutely. beautiful city. Uh, you know, it, it it reminds me a lot in some ways of just, you know, how pretty like Verona is, right? And you've got in Verona, you've got those really beautiful walkways with the marble and all the pretty shops. And like Torino has a, a few of those really just beautiful gallerias and gorgeous vias that are just like, you know, all Baroque and 17th century out and it's 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 really stunning even if the weather's been kind of crap recently the sun just came out but uh, in the fog it's pretty it's, it's a special place coming back to america when italy international academy the ultimate italian wine qualification will be held in new york city from 4 to 6 march 2024 have you got what it takes to become the next italian wine ambassador find out at vinitaly.com now i have a, a few more questions for you so if you were to Say these are the three phrases everybody who's living in Italian has to know. What are your three top phrases? Oh wow! I would say which I use all the time is "porta pazienza." Porta pazienza. Yeah, which means just be patient. Porta. Or if there are more people, you say "portate pazienza." Then anything so, anything that comes after, they're they're kinder. Porta pazienza. You say just you know. Porta pazienza, but, pero, you know, I'm like, then you make it, you, you can say like, you know, I'm Jeff, you know, and right. I, you know, I don't speak Italian very well. Can you help me? Instead of just saying, can you help me? 
Yeah. You know, if you you kind of like have them lower their guards, right? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Polta pazienza or polta te pazienza. That's one thing that I use. I think it's quite useful. What else? I don't know. I mean, of course, you already know how to ask where the bathroom is, right? Ciao, agree. Yeah. And then um, the other thing is, of course, Wi-Fi, you know? So like, <laughs> I first ask, is there... Wi-Fi. So, is this the Wi-Fi? Is this the Wi-Fi? Yeah. So, like, the, like you have to ask if it exists because you take it for granted, right. right? That there is. So, like, for me, Wi-Fi is very, very important, yeah. right? Because right. otherwise, we can't connect and you can't work and you can't do anything. I'm not really allergic to anything. So, like, I would say, like, if you are, are you allergic to anything, you know, or like, you know, you're. Uh, daughter or anything that's what I no, would none be of us, yeah. yeah so like that's something that I would be and something that it's now now it's quite common but when you go right. to restaurants in the past you could not um, do the doggy bag right yeah, so via yeah or? yeah so via, right so like can I take this with me then they'll say yes and they will bring like your tray and then you have to kind of do it yourself kind of. but in the past that was completely yeah, uh, like, like a faux pas they're like yeah you know it, i went to queen. yeah i went to eat like bolito with uh you know like the typical dish from verona is this like bolito uh misto right do you know it's it's a boiled yeah, meat I love, with I love, I love with, with um pera it's like gravy but have you ever had that yeah uh, i've had it in verona before. yeah yeah so it's like pera which is the breadcrumbs right. baked kind of gravy but usually they give you so much meat right so like i took my siblings out there was so much left over you know and they give you a lot of things that i personally don't eat like tongue and you know the whole thing right so that's like my favorite part tongue and salsa verde oh really yeah i, I got to take you out when, when you when you're here next yeah, time come to verona. yeah this yeah. is like a typical you know veronese dish so for the very first time i asked you know this place this restaurant that hadn't been in a while if we can take it you know away for the dogs i mean literally for the dogs right right because i have dogs i mean they're tiny but they love this they kind still of like me yeah. yeah they they love it right so yeah so those are three things that i think kind of come come in handy so camilo asked que cosa chi consiglia so where do you recommend in camilo is that recommending for belito misto or where i got my haircut <laughs> so if it's like for Bolito Mista, of course, in the city, there's like Locanda, Castelvecchio, which is easy. I don't know if you've been. It's a little on more the glam side. But the, the kind of the famous one is called Ciccarelli, and it's a bit outside of Verona, right? It's kind of in bumfuck, if you will. But it that's kind of like where everybody used to go. So that's where I took my siblings. Oh, Camila was giving a, a good phrase for me to learn. Che cosa di consiglia? Ah, che cosa so what, ci consiglia? Yeah, what, Dan, what do you recommend? Yeah, that's good. I, I, I find yeah. it useful in restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cosa ci consiglia? Oh, um, or you can say like, qual è il piatto di uh, firma o di casa? Yeah, no. Like yeah. your signature I, I, dish or your, you know, your, your house recommendation. Che quale tu preferisci? No, that doesn't make sense no, at all. No, it doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> it's, like, sense it's like, what do you prefer, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, Jeff. No, nee, no. nee, nee. You, yeah, no, sorry. You would say, what do you prefer? No, okay. no. You would just say, what would you recommend? 
which okay. is what you know what uh, yeah. Camille said. Yeah, because she conceded. Listen, um, I think um, I, I think it's almost time to close up. But listen, how do you want to go forward with our Insta Live? Should we talk about like at least one thing, like maybe something wine related, food related, yeah, or travel so. related? I, I think both. I was gonna. I, I had one more question, kind of about that. About okay. You and, and your experience. So, like, I know you're super busy now. You're. I see you're all over Italy all the time. But when you want to take a day trip from Verona, yeah, like. Where do you go for you? Not for a wine thing. Like, where do you go to like, like, I guess in three seasons. So in winter, where do you go? Summer, spring, fall. What are your, your favorite kind of day trips away from? Florida? I love the day trips. Of course, you know, Venice, right? Mm, yes. It's, it's easy. It's one hour away. It's an hour away from here on the train. So it's very, very easy. And how can you like get tired of going to Venice, right? Just walk okay, around, never. eat something, yeah. you know, do some, you know, um, small food, have a wine. Just, you know, that's a really good day trip to just do nothing. Uh, the other day trip, but you need a car, is to Mantova. I've just been. Mm-hmm. I love Mantova. It's small, and especially now they have the tortellini di zucca, which is where it's from oh, right. originally. You know, with a little bit of amaretto. I love right. that. I just did that with my uh, siblings. So those are two places that I go. And then, of course, you know, I'm in Verona, so I go to Valpolicella. Just, you right. know, if you go even just like 10 minutes away, and then you can just go for a walk in, in, in the middle of the vineyards. And it's just, you know, Verona is really lovely because of that. If you want to just go for the nature walk. I mean, it's such a beautiful city, and then like you have all those hills around it. Yeah, I I, I I really love. I don't know if you've been uh, you've been to uh, Bertani in Valpolicella, like near the villa, which is it's confusing because as you know, Bertani sold to uh, the Angelini Pharmaceuticals, so the Bertani domain belongs to the Angelini. But the villa, the family bought back Mosconi Bertani, which is called Villa Santa Maria in Pieve, and they're right next to each other, so it's very confusing. But when you go there, you can walk starting from the villa, which is the Villa Moscone Bertani, but then go through the Bertani Estates, which belongs to the Angelini, and you can go all the way to the top and come back down. And that's literally 10 minutes away from Verona. So that's a really nice walk um, if you want to. And it's beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. So that's something that I would do. Yeah, we are going to, next week I've got some work, some like, new vintage tastings to mm-hmm. do. And so next week I'll be in the Long A tasting at the Consortio, a big, they've organized uh, like all the new vintage for me to taste for the magazine. Hey, Anthony, we got Anthony Julia. Yeah, it's kind of early for Anthony, but yeah. yeah. And then the family and I are, are popping off to Rome the following weekend because there's a three-day weekend at school. So it'll be our first trip on the Fecherosa together. Where are you and, going? Uh, to Rome, to Roma. I'm, I'll be in Rome, but this Sunday, because Monday we're going to see the Pope. Oh, nice. You got an audience <laughs> with the Pope? Yeah. Nice. With a bunch of producers, actually. I think they're about 50. That's amazing. Yeah. Say hi to Frank for me. I'm I'm actually agnostic. So, like, I wasn't even I sure, mean, like, you know, but I the think. Pope. It, I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But I thought, I mean, Federico, who was on before, he's trying to, like, I, I guess, like, convert me. He's like, he's going to touch you and you know, magic will happen. I was like, okay, we'll see about that. But anyway, so yeah, pretty, pretty excited. Good luck. Yeah. So I, we're, uh, we'll be there Monday. So I'm going to go down 
the protocol is really uh, restrictive. You have to I be there. Yeah, yeah, so I'm going to try to go there a little bit early. And Wait, that's this, this Sunday, January Monday, 21st. Monday. Oh, Monday, January Oh, yeah, 22nd. Audrey's like, just a casual vi- visit to see the Pope. Yeah, well, no it's my deal. first time, Audrey, b- believe it or not. So, first time. Most yeah. people only get one time with the Pope. Oh, okay. Most so, people get never. You think about it. Yeah, so we have, yeah, it's a bunch of producers, actually. We I think they're about... 50 producers. That's amazing. He's um, yeah. the vicar of Christ. I mean, that's awesome. Are you religious? Are you spiritual? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm spiritual. I was raised in the church, but I, I don't go to church anymore. Yeah. Uh, not, not Catholic, but it's just like, I love historical and political figures, and I, I really like this pope, personally. Yes, yeah, so I don't even know what the protocol is like taking, you know, um, obviously no selfies. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know. I'll, I'll... I don't know. I kind of think you could get, uh, you know, <laughs> I bet you could do it. I, he seems super like down. Yeah, I think, but I think he's actually not terribly well. So uh, um, Is this a joke? I... Pope's favorite wine. I'm really curious. Oh, Pope's, that's Bev. Hi, Beverly. I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, Vinitli has donated some wine. So it's kind of I imagine like, their wine cellar is pretty good. Yeah. So I'll keep, so you guys just, you know, I know a lot of you guys um, uh, follow me. So, you you know, you'll see something. That's even, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. But well, have fun. Yeah. Getting back to us. So I would, I think what we're going to do is, um, okay, so Beverly has this question and we will definitely ask what the Pope's favorite wine is. Uh, if you have any other questions for the Pope or Jeffrey or myself, <laughs> then just I'm going to post this on Insta and then just on the comment section, just come back with us with some questions for next week. Okay. Selfie That's with right. the Pope. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I like, mean, I think. I'm not sure on, I can do that. Yeah. yeah I'm going to ask him to hold any, the. No, because there'll be so many of you. us, right? It's going to be like, I think, like very quick. Yeah, I, he's got to touch you according to your friend. So yeah, like so a, yeah, I I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've never done it, so it's pretty exciting, and and it's also a great you know occasion for us to connect with other producers. It's, right. it's a social occasion. We're not working, so I'm pretty excited about that. So until cool. next Friday, next um, no, next Friday. Thursday. Sorry, next Thursday. Thursday. That's Thursday. Half past right. one. Join us, me and Jeff, to shoot the shit about. Italian lifestyle, Italian living, and and sometimes we'll have some wine. You know what? I need to get more wine in my house. Yes, so we can also think about drinking wine together. Tell us what you guys would like to for us to do. Advance, happy birthday, Jeff. When is your birthday? It's on Sunday. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry, completely missed that. I got so excited about the Pope. Okay, all right. it's, It's only it's only you know it's not like a super important birthday, but you know yeah, it's a birthday. Okay. All right, Jeff. Ciao, ragazzo. Okay. Alla prossima settimana. Okay. Ciao, Jeff. Thank you for joining us on another installment of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Join her again next week for more interesting content in the Italian wine scene. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, to watch these interviews and the footage captured of each location. Chin chin!